Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. This is Bellingham Senior Josh Toll, and you're listening to the Wacom Preps Podcast with Tyler and Ryland. Go Bayhawks! Greetings and welcome into the Whatcom Preps podcast. This is episode 199, a preview of week six. I'm Ryland Spencer. Along with me, as always, is Tyler Anderson of Whatcom Preps. Tyler, how are we doing? Doing all right. Obviously, I'm making a few errors on the sheet there. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, not not too bad. Uh, it is crazy. You and I talked a little bit off, off the air about how fast this season is going and and uh, how fast it's especially going for the both of us for different reasons, and but how you know much we're enjoying it at the same time. So things are going pretty well. Yeah, and just to kind of give people an idea, you would ask me, you said, you know, like now that you're doing coaching or whatever, like is it going faster? And I was like, yeah, a lot faster, but I'm also having way more fun than I've ever had. You yeah. know, I mean, it's don't get me wrong, I loved going to 50, 60 high school football games a year, and it was so much fun. But man, was it tiring, you know, and it was, it just, by this point in the season, I would just be beaten down and just, I mean, almost wanting the season to be over with. And I would have still had, you know, what, eight weeks to go, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, uh, you know, it's kind of that you, on the other hand, you know, not working, you know, at at, uh, the chocolate factory anymore. And now Whatcom Preps is a full-time thing for you where you are. I mean, you're in it, man. I I saw a picture the other day. You were watching four volleyball games at once or something. I don't know what the heck you were doing. <laughs> yeah, that but, was last night. That was the first time since the fall season has started that I wasn't out watching an event that I could have been. Yeah, if that may if that makes any sense, like a a week a weeknight volleyball or a Friday night, you know, football or Saturday football, and and I just I'm just I'm exhausted. And yeah. but they were all on NFHS networks. So I put them all four on and. It was it was a lot of fun to sit back and watch all of them at one time because there's enough breaks in the action to you can kind of go to the next thing really quickly. Yeah. Or you could go just watch the one that's like twenty three to twenty one. You know, it's like, ooh, this one's getting good. 
So it was a lot of fun. You did like your own red zone. Pretty yeah. much, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what was cool was one of them, the Linden Oak Harbor game, had a announcer. Oh, and really? He was he was amazing. Like he he did. I, I obviously he does Oak Harbor volleyball, but like he was on the Linden names and because the ball moves fast, you know, and it's like you know Vanderyacht with the dig over to Rice and you know and Ashley Shoemate with the kill, and it was just like man, he like he's really good. I wonder if is it the guy that does the football. I have no idea. I wonder I if no it's uh, my guy JJ up there. Yeah, he was he was very very good. Yeah, I mean it could be JJ. He's he's pretty good at that stuff. But uh, yeah, before we go too far, we need to give a thank you to Josh Toll, good old uh, Muscle Beach over there for the uh, for the intro. Uh, that young man single handedly almost gave me a win last week. Um, <laughs> this week we'll find out who it is that's going to give me the win when we get there later. Um, we also need to say thank you to Kurt Mayberry Farm, KurtMayberryFarm.com, fourth generation, family owned and operated berry farm, committed to growing the highest quality berries, some strawberries, some blueberries, some raspberries. I have some strawberries tonight at dinner, Tyler. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I it, it was it was lineman dinner, so all of yeah. the linemen get together and we had dinner and uh, a parent every week makes it. It's on Tuesdays. And uh, I looked over and there were some watermelons and some strawberries i was like i don't know what's going on over there but i'm headed over that way to eat a couple and i did <laughs> i'm pretty sure they were supposed to be out for us but they were out for me i know that much because i ate some uh <laughs> that being said tyler we've got what do we got here one two three four five six seven eight games eight games this weekend eight games this weekend covering three days and there's actually only five games on friday because there's one on thursday and two on saturday so we have a lot to talk about. Um, let's get started with the Thursday game. Squalicum, they are 3-2 and two overall, 1-2 and two in Northwest Conference play. They're headed down to Lakewood High School uh, in, I think it's technically Arlington, but that yeah. area is called Smoky Point. Um, right, yeah. Arlington is usually what I put for the, yes. in the text and the story. And and I think, is it? don't they normally say like North Lakewood or Lakewood North? or I can't remember. Um, but, yeah, and actually it's, I mean... I guess technically it is Arlington, but it is right on the freeway. I mean, it's like right – well, not right on it. But, uh, but yeah, Lakewood, they are 1-3 and three overall and 0-2 oh and in conference play. That's a 7 p.m. game on Thursday night. I may roll out there, Tyler. Haven't decided yet. We'll see yeah. what time I get out of uh, out of practice on Thursday. That, that'll kind of determine some things. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Squalicum and Lakewood, I feel like they have, – have they played a couple of good games in, in recent history? Yeah, there's well, there was that one when um, I think it was a few years ago when Squalicum was just loaded. You know, they had all that yep. talent. They got to the semis, and Lakewood beat them in that game yeah. at Civic, and that was when Schlembaker was injured. Um, was Bryce it was just Lambert? one of those? It was a crazy game where they started the year. I think zero and two in conference. They lost to Linden. They lost to Lakewood, and then they had to kind of win out just to get into the playoffs. And then they did. And then they made it all the way to the semis. That was a really really close game. Um, yeah, there's been some there's been some pretty good games in the past between these two. And and um, you know I don't know I don't know much about Lakewood recently. I haven't seen them yet this year at all. Um, you know, I've seen Burlington, you know, I've seen Cedro. Um, I've seen some of these teams. I haven't seen Lakewood at all. So this will be my first time seeing them on film. And, and um, so, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a really good one. You know, Squalicum is 
we talked about it in the last podcast where they kind of have their core guys that they get the ball to and they try to find ways to get them all to them differently. And, and, you know, defensively, I really love their edge rushers. It seems like I've been saying that since we've been doing the podcast about Squalicum, they just have always had these really talented edge guys and, uh, you know, and they just get after, I love their coaching staff. I love, you know, there's so many good things I really like about them, but they just, they don't have that, overall overall 11 on the field super talented guys like they've kind of had in the past uh it's a lot of new varsity guys that are still learning stuff like that they have a freshman playing corner named hunter hunter calloway who's really 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 good but he's just a freshman uh but he's thrown in there i mean he's varsity man he's starting at corner and uh so they're though they're you know they're 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 really young but um you know even last week up in the booth you know they I was talking to some of the assistants and they, they came out with the win against Burlington and they just kind of said, we'll take them when we can get them. You know, it's just, they just kind of know what they have. And, and uh, if they can just keep improving throughout the year, it's, it's, you know, again, coach Lucy's going to come up with another, you know, plus 500 record, like he always does. So um, this will be, this will be a good, a good, a good matchup. And those Thursday games are always kind of weird too. You know, they're just kind of something that got to go to school the next day. So, yeah, those can always have a weird outcome. Yeah, they can. I mean, those Thursdays, it's, you know, sometimes it can be a little tough to focus, you know? Yeah, right. Because it's everything, even though it's a, still a 7 p.m. game and, you know, I'm sure that the bus leaves at the same time on Thursday as it would on Friday, you know? there's yeah. not, But for whatever reason, sometimes those Thursday games, it's a little... Yeah, a little tougher maybe to get going at times, and you know you're on technically a short week. Although Squalicum's on a full week because they played Thursday last week, right? Um, so yeah, I don't know. Going to be interesting. Squalicum they are headed down to Lakewood to take on the Cougars at 7 p.m. on Thursday, Friday night. Five games, uh, three within the county, two outside of the county. Uh, we'll start with a game here uh, in Whatcom County at Civic Stadium. 7 p.m. Coopville, one and four coming to town to take on the two and three Bellingham Bayhawks. Uh, the Bellingham Bayhawks, uh, uh, two game winning streak, correct, Tyler? Yes, that is correct. Yeah, I mean they're hotter than a pistol right now. Um, yeah, <laughs> and and actually their offense is that's for damn sure because they are putting up numbers. Uh, Coopville though, Tyler, is there a lot of history with Coopville within the county? I mean, uh, you know they're they're a lower level. I remember them playing Meridian in like a crossover game at one point. Uh, I don't know, probably yeah. a decade ago. Um, look at that. That's like me. No, Tyler's got some nuggets, man. Yeah, so does Ryland. Uh, <laughs> On occasions. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Coopville, Bellingham, Tyler. Yeah, they do have a little bit of history. Um, fun fact, my first ever extra point that I made was at Coopville. Nice. Um, and Mickey I, Clark Field, I think is what it's called. Yeah, and uh, I'll never forget that because, and I've told this story on the podcast before, but it, it is worth retelling. It was the first game because, so I wear glasses. I have horrible vision. And, yeah. and uh I could never see if I even made it or not. And I, so I went and got rec specs made and those goggles, you know, I was and, say that's like uh, Kurt Rambis or something or, well, they're more like, like what Chris Sabo wore. Okay. Yeah. Chris Sabo. And, and the reason I bring up Chris Sabo is because my brother wore them and he played baseball and he used to call them his Sabos. Did he cork his like, bat? No, oh. but he would say things like, like, hey, mom, where's my Sabos at? You know, that's, that's what we called them in the house. Yeah. And 
and and I think my mom actually thought they were called sabos. And I, when we went to Lens Crafters, and <laughs> yeah. she wanted to order some sabos for me, you know, and they were like, "What?" And she's like, "You know, the sports goggles." Anyways, uh, they were called Rec Specs, and I was so excited to wear them. And I remember being out there and kicking, you know, during pregame, and it, it felt really good. And and Coach Lepp comes up to me, and it was the first time he saw them on me, and he goes, "He's like, what's up, Eric Dickerson?" <laughs> so funny and uh and i was i was just i was so like excited because i could see everything like i could just never see anything yeah and um and we and then you know we go captains go out for coin toss and we defer so we're kicking off and you could um, see the coin toss what's that i said and you could see the coin toss and uh, yeah i could see things and everything yeah yeah and and so and then we take our helmet off for the national anthem we take our helmet off and we do the national anthem, and then I can't put my helmet like I put my rec specs on, but I couldn't get my helmet to go over it. It kept pushing my rec specs down to like my mouth, and so I couldn't get it to like go back up. And we got to kick off. I got to get out there, and so it was just like, oh, screw it. So I just grabbed him and I threw him to a, a buddy of mine that was injured, and I never got to wear him in the game. I just and I never even wore him. I just wore him playing baseball. So. Um, anyways, that's my Coopville story. But you know, we played them. I remember Nooksack playing them in the '90s. They're, these were all non-conference games. Yeah. Um, you're right about Meridian playing them in a crossover. Uh, but they've kind of bounced between that two B and one A, I think. So it's so it hasn't been a lot of playoff stuff. Um, you know, they they handled Bellingham last year. I remember watching that game uh, live on the on the computer on the on probably on NFHS network. And, and it was, that was a struggle. I remember Bellingham went to like their third or fourth quarterback in that game. Um, it just kind of got out of hand early, but this is a completely different Bellingham team. They are, they are the, the improvement from week one, uh, you know, to week six that we're in now has just been huge. And the offense has always kind of been there. They've been putting up points every week and they have just been turning the ball over a little too much. And now the defense is really starting to hone in, and and this is their homecoming game. I mean, this is this is going to be a big one for Coach Leonard and the Bayhawks. Coopville one and four coming to town to take on Bellingham two and three seven p.m. Civic Stadium on Friday night. Linden four and one three and zero oh in league play. Uh, they head down to Terry Ennis Stadium. Uh, you know what? I wonder what city that is. I think it's got to be Everett because I think the line. Is right there where they're uh, the road in front of the school. So mm-hmm. uh, they are headed down though. Archbishop Murphy three and two, two and one in league play. That's a seven p.m. game. Tyler, uh, Linden, Archbishop Murphy. I mean, I, I think you and I were at the game last year, weren't we? That was or, a few years ago. Was it two years ago? Uh, Might have, yeah, yeah. it's been twenty twenty one. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, these are Tyler. This Archbishop Murphy team. We thought that they were just going to be. I mean, I'll say it this way, kind of doo-doo, and uh, they went and did their thing. I mean, they did some 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 damage the last couple of weeks, or you, you know, against Squalicum especially. But you know, this is an interesting matchup now. But Linden, I mean, they're they look like they're just ready to go again. Yeah, Linden is. They're you know they lost week one. Obviously, they're undefeated in conference, which is which is huge. Uh, that's kind of what they do. I don't know how many conference championships they've won in a row now. I want to say it's like six or seven. It's something crazy like that. Um, and you think about, I mean, you think about that, that conference, how it's loaded. Yeah. So you kind of think, well, they, they might kind of share it here and there and no team here and a team there. 
it's pretty much been Linden and then like jockeying for position behind them every year for the last six or seven years. Definitely as long as we've been doing the podcast. So, uh, so this is, you know, Linden just being Linden doing their thing, going down there. Archbishop Murphy, like, like you said, of late has really been playing a lot better. Um, you know, they lost earlier in the year against Linden Christian, and then they had a great game against Squalicum. Those are the two games that I've seen. Um, and they look like complete, two completely different teams. I mean, completely different doing the same stuff, you know, running the ball, probably 80% of the time, you know, at all that was the same, but the, the efficiency was better. The blocking was better. The linemen were great in that Squalicum game. So, um, and that's more recent. So that Linden they definitely can't overlook um, the Wildcats in, the, in, in this game. Um, and there's been a lot of history with these two as well. I mean, playing in huge playoff games. I think there was a, yeah. ch- a state championship game involved between these two. I know they, I know Co- Coach Cramey's last ever game that he coached was against Archbishop Murphy in the semis. Uh, that was that loaded uh, Archbishop team in 2016. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, so there's there is a lot of history between these two before they were in the conference and and now they get to play each other every year. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to US News and World Report, we're the 25th top paying career. Make an impact as a fact seeker and a truth teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Was it Lyndon Archbishop Murphy where Lyndon purposely took the safety? Hmm. You're, you know the game I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I, I don't know for sure. Uh, I know Whitman's listening right now and he's like, guys! I'm going to, yes, that's the one, you know, um, but I, I, I get, they, they've played, that's the thing when they play in so many state championship games. I mean, that's how awesome they've been. <laughs> it's hard to remember who all their opponents have been, but you know, I want to say it was like a red team and I, I, I know they've had great games against like Prosser as well. So it's, I, I get them all kind of mixed up, but I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, I could look it up really yeah, quickly, and I'm no, sure here it is right I'm here. Van, you know, vaping en- or van- vamping enough for you to yeah, figure L- it out. Linden beats Arch... Linden... <laughs> get it out, Rylan. Linden beats Archbishop Murphy with amazing finish, 17-16-2011. Yeah, yep. Zach Viss of Linden beats defender Hans Vanderwall, who he was a heck of a football player. 
with an eight-yard touchdown reception. Is this the one? Yeah, Kurt Cramey faced two different, two of the most difficult decisions of his 20-year football coaching career at Linden High School. Is that? Yeah, I mean, I remember. Yeah, I remember watching that game and just thinking, like, what in the world are they doing? And then all of a sudden, you're like, actually, this is brilliant. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of those things where, you know, before they even. Uh, did the onside kick or whatever it was. I just remember thinking to myself, actually, this could be the most brilliant thing we've ever seen. And it turned out to be pretty much the most brilliant thing we've ever seen. Um, as a matter of fact, you know who the head coach was of Archbishop Murphy that day? I do not. Dave Ward. Cedra Woolley. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah. And actually it says here, the defeat stung for Dave Ward, which – uh, Archbishop Murphy, which lost the, in the state championship game for the second consecutive year, despite outgaining Linden in total yards, 257 to 181. Wow. Real offensive game. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, Tyler, Linden, 4-1, and one, headed down 3-0 and oh in league play, headed down to take on Archbishop Murphy, 3-2, and 2-1 and one in league play, 7 p.m. Friday night, Terry Ennis Stadium. If you're headed down that way, go down a little early and uh, take in some Brooklyn Brothers pizza. You will thank me later because... The Bowery is unbelievable, Tyler. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, real. It was good funny because I, I like, I knew there was a place he always plug. Yeah. A, when and and I was like, what, what is that place? And I was like, oh, here we go, here we go. And he was like, yep, that's the one, that's the one. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm salivating thinking about it, and I'm not even hungry. <laughs> Although I'm pretty Wait, much always hungry. I was gonna say, stop the presses here. Now you're not hungry. What's that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Yeah. Um, yeah, Meridian uh, three and two, zero and one in league play. They are headed uh, right past your house on the way to Blaine, Tyler. Even though you know, not right next to your house anymore, but still kind of on the way. I mean, I would assume they're going to go by. Maybe they can honk. Uh, <laughs> they're they're there to take on Blaine one and four, zero and one in league play. That's seven p.m. at Blaine High School. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is. I mean, let's just put it to you this way, Tyler. You can't go zero and two. You just can't do it. You can't do it in that right. league. Uh, you can't go 0-2. So somebody um, is going to be in a lot of trouble uh, after after this week, and somebody's going to get their first conference win and, and start feeling good about themselves again. So, um, yeah, I mean, what do you see here? Yeah, it's you're, you've nailed it on the head. And, you know, last year I was at this game. I was there for the whole game, and this is how funny it was. I got there, and at pregame, both head coaches came over to me and they go, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, why aren't you at LC where they're hosting Nooksack? Because at the time, I mean, that was yeah, huge, you know. Um, and I said, I said, you know, I'm going to be here for the first half. I'm going to show my love, and then, you know, and then I'll take off at halftime and go to go to that one. Well, it was really close. I think it might have even been tied at halftime. So I stayed for the whole game, and um, and and they, so they have they, they they always play each other really well and. That's the thing is that you're right about going 0-2. Both these teams had, you know, really tough games last week. Uh, and it's just – it's all about that week of practice. And now you know more than anybody, like, being a coach and how important a good week of practice can go into yeah. a Friday night game. And and it's – you know, and I, I say that a lot when I go out to these games and I see an assistant coach or something on the sideline or on the field, like, half hour before kickoff and – the first thing I say is, how was your week of practice? Yep. And, you know, I just, I'm always curious kind of like how they're going, how things are looking. And, um, 
you know, and sometimes it's kind of like, it's, uh, it's been good. And I know that's not good, Yeah, <laughs> you know, and that's going to be a big, big part of this. Now I will say this too, and this is, this is really tough news for the border rights. I ran into Riley Eyde today, actually. And uh, he got the results back and he is done for the season. So that's a huge blow uh, for the border rights. Um, and it's just, you know, it's, it's tough. The good thing though, is that, the most depth they have is probably in those positions, like that slot receiver, yeah. safety. Um, but replacing a guy like that is really, really tough. It's really too bad because a senior, you know, it's it kind of reminds me of like Dane Gatterman last year, you know, a yeah. guy that's a, an amazing player on, on a great team and and a senior year and it just gets cut short. It's really, really too bad. And, and uh, had, you know, probably a five, six minute talk with him today and he just, feels bummed you know well so you know what else tyler the like the change up in offense when he came in at quarterback you know uh, and and this isn't taking anything away from uh, is it colin davis yeah not taking anything away from him but the change of pace when he got in yeah it was you know all of a sudden here you go now that type of offense is probably not going to be sustainable the whole time Sure. Which right. then you go back to Davis and things go a little bit different, you know. But to keep teams off balance with him at quarterback too, I mean, man, yeah. I mean that is that it's such a huge loss in so many different ways, you know. And 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 here's the thing, you know, we lost we lost one of our best players and, and a captain. Uh, he's done for the year also. And the one thing I'll I'll give this young man credit, he's been out at every practice, and he's been out there still leading the team. You know, he's yeah. not just sitting there doing nothing or playing video games at home and then showing up on game night. No. Yep. I mean, he's still out there trying to help out in any way that he can. I mean, he's got a torn ACL and MCL. So, I mean, okay. he's, you know, I hate to say yeah. it this way, but, you know, there's not a whole lot the guy can do. Let's just put it to you that way. Right? Yeah. But he's out there and he's he's trying to be encouraging to his teammate. You know, so I'm sure Riley Eide is, is one of those players that's going to do the same thing. You know, and I'm sure he's one of those, those kids that's – uh you know, going to do his best to try to help out the team in any way that he can while also, uh, you know, unfortunately he's now reserved to wearing a jersey and no pads. <laughs> you know, it's kind of the way to put it. But Yeah, a big knee brace and, um, yeah. you know, it's too bad, you know. But that reminds me of Gatterman from last year too. Yeah. Had arm in a sling, walking out there for with the captains, yep. uh, being there at practice, uh, coaching up his the linemen. Yep. You know, on the sidelines during games. I mean, it it was really cool to see, and so that is cool to hear about that with uh, with the the Bothell Cougars as well, because it's that's that goes such a long way that y- you know people might be hearing that and go, well, who cares? Well, no, it goes a big big way if yeah. you're if you're knocked out and you show that you're still invested. Absolutely, and I mean, w- w- look, like with us, you know, the kid was voted by his teammates to be a captain. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't know how it works and, you know, at Linden or, you know, at Blaine. But, you know, more often than not, there's a reason why they are a captain. They, it's not just, you know, throw it on the wall and see what sticks. No, that's not how it works. They are emotional leaders. They are, you know, physical. Le- they do it all, you know, yeah. a lot of these guys. And so to have something like that, you know, that's, uh, you know, there's a lot of value to something like that. So, um you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but, you know, try to make the best out of the situation that you have. And, uh, you know, let's see if we can get that out of Riley Eide. Now, Tyler, that being said. Tyler's got some nuggets, man. I hear you got a nugget about this one. Uh, Meridian and Blaine, what, what do you got for me over there? 
Well, I mean, long history, obviously, yeah. going back to, you know, the 50s, 40s. Uh, they, so they, these two teams have been playing each other a lot. Now, in the in the middle of the 90s, kind of my my wheelhouse from what I remember, uh, Meridian was like the team. And uh, at one point, they had a 21-game winning streak in league games. Okay. So this is going yeah. multiple years here. And it was snapped in 98 by Blaine. Uh, it was just one of those crazy games that you were like, really? And in that game, uh, Blaine had a running back, Brad Scheib, ran for 167 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Meridian ended up falling also to Baker that year, 14 to 13. And so they missed the playoffs. It was wow. one of the, probably the best team in Whatcom County history to not be in the playoffs. They were seven and two and, you know, they were just whooping up everybody. They, they won a game, you know, by like 80. And I mean, it was crazy. Um, and then the following year, Meridian had its best season in school history. They became the first Whatcom County state champion in football to go undefeated for the entire season. I think they were like the fourth or fifth in Whatcom County history, but the first one to go undefeated. Uh, they wiped everybody out, including the state championship game where they won 57 to 14. Oof. And Je Jeff Benham threw for almost 400 yards in the state championship game, five touchdowns. I mean, it was just a rout. Every game was a rout. Nobody individually had a good game against them that whole year. Except that same Blaine running back, Brad Scheib, who ran for 198 <laughs> yards oh against Meridian in a 49-13 loss. 49-13 um, so, and he rushed for almost 200 yards? Yeah, it's just it's crazy. Like It's just one of those weird anomalies that you, you never see where yeah. a, a team loses by you know, five touchdowns and they have a running back run for almost 200 yards. Just, what do you have like two 80 yard touchdown runs or something? I mean, how do you, <laughs> like, that's an amazing number to, yeah, to only put up. It is one of those points. crazy things. Wow. And the crazy, and like the other thing is like, they don't, they didn't have another back run for like over 70 the whole year against them. That is crazy. So they were, they were just loaded that year. They were, ooh, they were good. Yeah. That, what'd you say his name was? Brad Scheib? Brad Scheib, who I thought, you know, forever was going to be like Blaine's all-time leading rusher. And then all of a sudden, you know, Mario Gabato came along. And Mario Gabato, yeah. ever heard of him? And, yeah, Riley Fritch. There's a, there a lot yeah. of guys after that that kind of surpassed him. But Brad Scheib was a dude. And I'm – so – and also, as you people know, I'm part of the Blaine Hall of Fame inductions uh, yeah. uh, or Hall of Fame uh, board. Yeah. And they're inducting um, – a couple basketball teams as a, as a full team in, in a couple weeks. And Brad Scheib was on both of those teams. So back to back oh. state championship team. So he was a good basketball player too. Really good athlete. We are actuaries in a world filled with unpredictability. We use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to us news and world report, we're the 25th top paying career. Make an impact as a fact seeker and a truth teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, Meridian, 3-2, and 0-1 oh in league play at Blaine. 1-4, oh 0-1 in league play. 7 p.m. at Blaine High School. Uh, Tyler, you are going to be at Sid at Lambert Field on Friday night. Linden Christian, 3-2 and two overall, 0-0 zero and zero in league play. Uh, Nooksack Valley, 4-1 and one overall and 1-0 and oh in league play. 7 p.m. at the old Sid Lambert. Uh, yeah, Tyler, I mean, <laughs> this is the game that we've all been kind of waiting for for the last couple of weeks, and, and here we are. Yeah, this is get there early. That's the best thing I could say. Okay. Uh, you know, out at Nooksack, you know, parking is kind of interesting. Um, you know, there's kind of a – there's that kind of a small lot within the school, and then it's kind of like wrapped around behind the school. There's a small lot. There's a small lot – uh, across the across the, the the street like on the corner and then and then there's like you could park on the street up and down the street there's just kind of weird spots so i would say get there really early like i would say tomorrow 5 30 and i'm not joking um so it's that's going to be the toughest thing this game is has been on my mind for a long time um there is obviously a lot of history between these two teams, but there's been kind of a natural um, uh, rivalry that has happened in the last few years. And it's the Kate Eldridge effect, really, Um, you know, him transferring from Nooksack to Lennon Christian kind of, you know, it was kind of, it kind of started a little bit of like, Oh, he's got friends on this team, but now this is his team over here and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and the, the first game that they played each other after that was, you know, I remember Nooksack had, they were missing a lot of guys because they got sick from COVID and it was just oh, yeah. kind of a blowout. Uh, and Kate Eldridge ran wild in that game. That was his junior year. And then last year when they played, I think it was like something like 30 to seven or something like that was the final. Uh, Nooksack looked great, drove right down and scored. And then they threw a couple interceptions. I remember Joey Brown hadn't thrown an interception all year. He threw a couple in that game. And it kind of turned the the momentum a little bit. Um, Cade had another big game, and and Lyndon Christian was able to take care of it. Now they played each other again on that Thursday night, that uh, Kansas tiebreaker, uh, and and Nooksack got the best of them there. And it's it kind of seems like, you know. It's been, you know, almost 365 days since they played that full game against each other. And the kind of the way the momentum has gone for both teams is, is even though Lyndon Christian has won the last few, if you're not counting that Kansas tiebreaker, it just, it looks like Nooksack's kind of got that, the momentum that they're going now with the way they've been playing versus Lyndon Christian. Now, Lyndon Christian came off a huge win against Napa Vine, but, you know, it's, it's just been a strange year for them where, you know, three Saturday games in a row at home at two o'clock, it's just been kind of weird. It hasn't felt like they haven't, they still have not, you know, they still haven't hosted a Friday night football game yet, <laughs> you know? Wow. And they won't, they won't this week either. Um, it's, it's just, it's just a, it's just an odd schedule and they haven't played a conference game yet, you know? Um, and so this is, and this, you know, going into the going into this season, you ask if you ask tons of different media members from around the state or whatever, a lot of people would say, oh, that one's going to decide the conference, like without really knowing anything, yeah. you know, right, really knowing the teams or anything, they would just point to that one. And so it's kind of 
been known for a while, you know, like my intern, Michaela, when she told me what games she wanted to go to, she was like, well, I'll figure it out later, but I, I want to go to Linden Christian Nooksack and Linden Anacortes. I, I know for sure I'm going to those. I don't know what dates they're on, but I'm going to those. I said, you got it. Great. <laughs> I um, don't know what dates you know, and so it's, it's, it's the game everybody wants to go to. And because of that, I, I kind of thought, well, maybe I should go to Meridian Blaine, but I've been wanting to see this one for so long. Like I almost want to go to this one and and pay admission and just sit in the stands and watch it like i almost <laughs> i'm not going to i'm just saying that yeah. like i feel like i just want to take it in yeah no, I, I, I think it's going to be a great game uh you know they know each other so well you know they're both at eastern camp um it's just oh man they've been playing each other for so long uh, you know, they're, they're the two quarterbacks that won all conference, you know, for Northwest Conference 1A first team quarterbacks last year. They split the votes. They're both back this year. It's um, it's going to be great. You might be better off to park in Abbotsford and walk across. That's not a bad idea. Use the yeah. Costco parking lot there and and uh, <laughs> just just hop on over. Get, get some Tim Hortons and uh, walk yourself back over. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Linden Christian three and two, O and O in league play. Nooksack Valley four and one, one and O in league play. Seven p.m. Sid Lambert Field at Nooksack Valley High School. Tyler, the last game on Friday is going to happen down in Snohomish County at Quill Cedar Stadium. Seven p.m. Uh, that is Ferndale four and one in, or excuse me, four and one overall, two and one in league play, at Marysville Getchell three and two, one and two in league play. And uh, I should mention, I guess, that Quilcita Stadium is actually at Marysville Pilchuck High School, uh, but that is where they will be playing the game uh, against Marysville Getchell. So, uh, yeah, Tyler, uh, I mean, maybe one of the few times that I can remember us ever talking about Marysville Getchell where they have a winning record right now at 3-2. and two. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you about that because I, you're right. It's It's been... Um... I've only really known about the school since 2016, since, you know, Ferndale and Squalicum at during, at that point joined the Wesco 3A North for football. Uh, Squalicum since has gone back down to 2A, but Ferndale remains. Um, and so it's, it's, you're right. It's always like every year, it's kind of like, well, they're kind of the new kids on the block and they're, they like to air it out, but you know, they don't win a ton of games. And, you know, I, and it's funny because I remember the one year where they were not, you know, they were, they were okay. Um, was a year where, uh, Ferndale was struggling a little bit. And I called that game on the Doug Lang network and there was at Ferndale. And I think the final was like 28 to 14 Ferndale won. So that was by far the closest game that they've had against each other. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, you know, I would assume it's a lot of the same stuff, but Hey, three and two. So something's working. Um, and, but, you know, one and two in conference, sometimes that kind of gives you a little information that you're like, oh, OK. So their non-conference games might be a little, you know, eh, a little different. Um, but the game's on the road. Mary's or uh, Ferndale coming off a huge win. I love that Talon Bungard's healthy again um, and, and uh, at full strength is, is huge. Uh, the passing game erupted last week with all six of their pass attempts, but completing for 143 yards, which was great. Uh, you know, they found a new kicker that's kicking the ball out of the end zone, Caden Eldridge. Um, I, I think Ferndale's doing a lot of good things right now. And you look at that, it seems like in the year, like even in the years past, the Wesco 3A North has been kind of 
top heavy and bottom heavy. Like there's not a lot of mid ground and, but you know, it maybe, and it, this is one of those ones where maybe Ferndale is getting pulled down a little bit towards the middle, a little bit. And, and Marysville Gilchel is getting pulled up to the middle a little bit. So this might be a closer game than people think. I could be wrong, which is rare, but I could be wrong. Um, I believe in school history. The school's only been around since like 2010. Okay. I, w- I was going to ask you that too. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe they've only had one winning season. Mm-hmm. And that was, I'm going to say 2000. Well, okay. If the school came around like 2010, 2011, then it would have been probably 2012 because that would be the year that, you know, you're playing all the young guys that you have because you don't have a senior class yep. w- would start to pay off. Um, and I think they only went like six and five. Um, you know, and so that's, it's just one of those weird things where, you know, because of the way the school district rules kind of worked and, and I don't know if it's still like that. I don't think it is, but it used to kind of be one of those things where more of your athletes would go to Marysville Pilchuck mm-hmm. and more of your, you know, uh, higher academic kids ended up at Marysville Getchell. Um, yep. so I think that they were good in like you know, some of the other sports, tennis, you know, things like that. Um, sure. Maybe yeah. cross country. I'm, I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, they've always struggled in football. But, you know, the thing is, is sometimes, like, you know, they might finish five and five. And actually, I think they have, like, four or five seasons of, of finishing, like, five and five. Mm-hmm. But they're not always just a pushover. You know, right, it's, it's right, not yeah. always that way. And sometimes it is, you know, I'm, I, if I remember, I think two years ago they went, like, one and nine. Um, but you know, it's not always just simple walk right by them. And, um, you know, I, I don't know how good they really are this year. I don't know if three and two is real, uh, telling of, of how good they are, but, uh, I mean, we'll find out, I guess. I yep. mean, you, you'll, you'll watch the film. You'll give us a report. You'll let me know. And, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll believe you. Maybe I won't. I mean, we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens. That's, sounds good. Um, that being said, Tyler, Tyler's got some nuggets, man. You got a nugget about this one. What do you got? Yeah, either? well, you know, it's I I I looking at that matchup and it made me think of the game that I called and so I was kind of looking up some stuff and so they faced each other every year obviously since Ferndale's joined the Westco 3A North for football. Yeah. And the Golden Golden Eagles have won all of them. Uh the average score of those games have been 45 to 10. Oof. Uh so there's it's been pretty dominant. Like that's like like I said though, the one that I was at was only a two touchdown game. Uh in the very first matchup in 2016 Cole Samu, there's a name that you remember. Yeah. Uh, Cole Samu ran for 116 yards. He scored a couple touchdowns. The Ferndale also got a quarterback sack from one of your favorite Golden Eagles of all time. You want to guess who it was? Uh, Winterhawk Layton. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Bloop, yeah. bloop. Winterhawk Layton. You're right. Look at that. Yeah. He was a heck of a player. Yeah. Coaching at uh, the University of Hawaii. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He's a. Uh... He's a good young man. I like that guy yeah. a lot. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, I could be wrong, too, but if I can remember right, I believe that team that year, um, that Marysville Getchell team, they had some talent, if I can remember, too, because they had Caleb Colmer was their quarterback, and he was tall. He was like, I don't know, 6'5". Um, had mm-hmm. a pretty good arm, but then I'm pretty sure they also had a um, – a uh, a running back that ended up going to uh, Wazoo to play baseball. Oh wow! I can't remember his stinking name, but his senior year, 
he transferred to Archbishop Murphy and I think was on that really good Archbishop Murphy team. And that was, I think, 2017, wasn't it? That was 2016. Was that 2016? Graduating class of 2017. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to US News and World Report, we're the 25th top paying career. Make an impact as a fact seeker and a truth teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Twenty. Oh, no, because I thought it was the 2017 season. Ah, maybe it was 2016. What the heck do I know? Um, either way, they're, they've had some talent there over the years, but... Uh, that's pretty cool. I like that. I like a good uh, Winterhawk Layton trivia question. Yeah, we, I know that's one of your guys. Yeah, so we need more of those. That was pretty cool. When I noticed that, I was like, ooh, I got I to gotta use that one. Yeah, yeah. we need, we need more of those. We need uh, yeah. maybe maybe find find some other Winterhawk Layton stuff over the years, and I'll, I'll just always answer <laughs> Winterhawk Layton whenever I see a uh, nugget for Ferndale. There you go. Um, all right, that's Friday. Well, Ferndale at Marysville Getchell, 7 p.m. at Quill Cedar Stadium at Marysville Pilchuck High School. Uh, that wraps up Friday. Saturday, a uh, little bit of doubleheader action. One game uh, in county, the other one down in, uh, let's see, what is the center? Is that Clark County? Might be Clark County. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, down there, actually, you know what? It's very possible we could have our guy Paul Valencia out of, out of this game. Uh, oh, nice. I'm about to give him a call and see what's up. Um, but, yeah, Anacortes, uh, they are coming to town on Saturday at 1 p.m. Civic Stadium, 5-0. and um, Tyler, you don't have on here what they're – League record is, I would assume they're three and zero. Three and zero, yeah, my bad. Uh, yeah, they are coming to town to take on Seahome, who is three and two overall, one and two in league play. So if you're Seahome, this is a game you need right here. You, I mean, you you, you kind of need to try to maybe sneak one out here. Um, you know, you have losses against Cedro and Linden, so this is you know kind of in a way a, a last chance here to. Work something where you could end up with a three-way tie or something crazy, which, by the way, we would love. I mean, that gives <laughs> us something to talk about. I mean, that yeah. gives you a game to go to on, like, a Tuesday. Oh, or... man, Tuesday night football, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, Tyler, Anna to see home. Yeah, I mean, last year this was a really good game. A yeah. um, lot of talent on the field. It's going to be the same way again. Um, and it's – it's uh, it's going to be this. This one has been moved around a little bit. It was supposed to be Friday, then it's supposed to be Thursday. Now it's going to be Saturday, um, and I don't know if Seahome's just trying to get Anacortes dizzy by moving things around on their calendar a little bit. But uh, Seahawks have some talent, man, and I know you know that better than I do. But um, it's you know, there's a reason that they're five and zero, and it's not like they're. I mean, obviously they have a great like offensive burst where they can they can put up 50 points pretty easily but they're winning games like 45-0 you know 42 to 7 or whatever I mean they're so their defense obviously is playing great so 
that combination is really, really tough. Um, they played, I believe they took it to Cedro pretty good last week, and Cedro, you know, got Seahome pretty good. Now, it's weird, too, because, and this happens more maybe in basketball where you're like, well, that team beat that team, that team so they should just manhandle this team. Yeah, what's well, the, that, what's it that's called? not usually the case because it's about matchups a lot of times. And yeah. I don't know if Seahome matches up very well against Cedro. They might mat. They might actually match up better against a team like Anacortes. So you can't just go. Well, they were shut out by Cedro, and then Cedro, you know, didn't do it. You know, couldn't do much against Anacortes. So this will be a blowout. You can't really go that way because it's just you just never know. And and as coaches like to say, you know, even if you're supposed to win by a bunch, you say, well, this one's in the bag. And they always say, yeah, but these are 16 and 17 year old kids. Yeah. So you you just don't know. Um, with all that being said, I think, um, you know, a 1 PM game at civic, which is great for me. Uh, I can go out to that and actually I'm going to be, this game is going to be on the radio. I'm not sure if it's going to be on KPUG or KGMI quite yet. Um, I would imagine KPUG now that the Mariners season is over. Let's all cry about that for a second. Uh, but, um, I'm been asked to be on the pregame show and just kind of talk about uh the halfway point of the season so um so that'll be fun and uh and i'm hoping for a really good game i mean i i great athletes on the field can can make big things happen in a quick amount of time so you just never know yeah you really don't um just kind of looking over the numbers tyler you're mentioning um that you know their defense has been just unbelievable seven seven zero zero and seven I mean, yeah, they, I mean, there you go. I mean, yeah. that's everyone talks about their offense, right? Everyone yeah. talks about these playmakers that they have, but their defense is really been standing out this year. Yeah, I mean, their defense has basically given up four points a game and their offense is scoring 36. Yeah. And and I mean, it's not like they haven't played anybody. You know, they 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 beat Archbishop Murphy 45 nothing. Uh, they beat Lakewood 47 nothing. They beat uh, Oak Harbor 21 seven. That was their closest game. That was week one, right? Yeah, week one. And, and week then, one is always kind of weird. You know, yeah, maybe. week one, you, you kind of never really know. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, last week they, they beat Cedro Woolley. Uh, now, Cedro Woolley, two big-time kind of emotional games back-to-back, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, there was a lot of hype coming into that Seahome game, you know. And then, um, you know, they, they go and play Linden. And so, you know, it's kind of interesting um, – you know, they get him 27-7, and, and, you know, Cedro Woolley is still very good. Um, oh, yes. You know, it's 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 kind of wild that that one could come down to a two-point conversion. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Right. One team could be getting in because of a two-point conversion. Yep. You know? It's I crazy. Mean, just wild. Um, yeah. I mean, crazy, crazy th- to think about there, but – um, yeah, that's uh, Anacortes at Seahome, 1 p.m. Civic Stadium. Uh, on Saturday, Mount Baker, they are headed down south. Mount Baker's 2-3 and three on the season. Uh, La Center, 5-0 and oh on the season. This is a 2 p.m. game at La Center. Um, I'm pretty sure they still have a grass field, and last time I was there, it was really nice grass, too. I mean, really nice grass. Um, so Mount Baker's going to feel like they're right at home. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's only a couple of places that have really nice grass. It, like somehow they manage to keep it really nice at all times, 
And the um, center was looked pretty dang nice to me when I was there. It wasn't as good as Wakayakum. That was that's the nicest grass I've ever seen. That, was, that, that place was pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, anyway, 2 p.m. Les Center. Uh, Tyler, the, these two teams played one of the more wild games we saw last season. Correct? Oh my goodness! Yeah, that was crazy. I remember. I I I was gonna go, but I couldn't. I had a prior engagement. By the time I got home, I. My buddy Travis you know, Lagrandi is yeah. running the clock, so I messaged him and I said, "Hey, you know what's what's the score?" So he just takes a snapshot of the scoreboard, texts it to me, because he's you know he's busy, he's running the clock and everything. And it was, I think it, I want to say it was like twenty four nothing Baker, and or twenty five nothing, and um, in the third quarter, I think. Yeah. And I was like, eh, third quarter, you know, it's like if I drive out there now, um. I'll get I'll get out to the I'll get there for the very end of it and they're already up twenty five nothing. So by the time I get out there, they might have already started running clock and I'm gonna go out there for nothing, right? That's kind of what my mindset was. And then he keeps sending me texts with a different score and another score and another score and another and it didn't make any sense to me. And then and they lost twenty six twenty five. And I I I was like, What? How could that happen? They just had the ball, you know, and it was so crazy when I saw the film and saw how everything unraveled and and it was just one of those it was crazy game. It was just crazy. Um and uh I also forgot to mention Anacorta Seahome. There was a game in the late nineties. The score was two to nothing, by the way. In the late nineties. Now I get it if that was like in the sixties. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I think I told you I think I've told this before. There was a game between Wilson and I think Stadium. Yeah, in like 2011, 12, somewhere around there, maybe thirteen, that ended two nothing, and it was a ball snapped over the punter's head, and that was it. <laughs> that, that was, was it. The, yeah. yeah, that was the only yeah. scoring in the entire game. And and the thing that was crazy is, uh, Wilson lost that game, and Wilson had been scoring a ton of points. They had a they had a quarterback that was really more of a runner, but he could sling it a little bit. Name, uh, I think it was Julius Brown. Julius Yates Brown. How I remember that name, no idea. Uh, <laughs> but he was just ridiculously athletic. But for whatever reason, that night they could do nothing until they snapped the ball over the punter's head and gave the other team two points and lost. Yeah, Unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah, but this this Mount Baker the center game. This is yeah. this is crazy because it's a long trip, obviously. Yep. Um, and you know you're talking six hours probably on the bus. Uh, yeah, I mean. Mount Baker to me is probably hour and a half, a little bit more than that. It's another three hours to, uh, yeah, to uh, La Center. And you got to look at it too. Riding on a bus and riding on in your car is going to oh, yeah. be a little different. You know, it's going to yeah. take a well, long time. I can tell you this much: having ridden a bus all the way down to Skyview in Vancouver, mm-hmm. I would never want to do that again. That was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know. A 2 p.m. start, so you're talking. When are they leaving? You know, they're are they leaving at like six in the morning? Five. I mean, it's going to be an early game. Now, I'll tell you this as well: going out to practices in August and stuff like that. I don't know if anyone practices earlier than Baker. Really? Um, so these kids are used to getting up, practicing at 6 a.m. Um, so I think that that's not going to phase them too much. Um, what is going to phase them is this really good Wildcat team <laughs> because. Uh, undefeated um, ever since that game. You know what's crazy? Is ever since that game a year ago, I think LeCenter has, you know, they, the rest of the way, it kind of it, it went it went okay. I think they got to the state playoffs, but it didn't, yeah. you know, it didn't last. Baker 
really turned it on after that yeah and started winning i think the next week they played meridian and just and put a running clock on them and then they you know and then they played nooksack and they lost barely and then they beat lc and it just kind of skyrocketed after that they just kept beating teams and but then you go you flip it to this year and and the center hasn't lost and mount baker is still even though they had a big win last week they're still trying to find the things that were that go well and work well and and um, sometimes a long road trip like this is just like exactly what you need. You know, it's absolutely this could be a, a really good one for Baker. You just you just never know. I, I mean, obviously, I love the coaching staff and everything that they do. So I, you know, it even though it's a non-conference game, it's it's a it's a really good like measuring stick, you know, as far as seeing where they're at, get them ready for the rest of the conference schedule and. Man, you just never know. I just, I never want to count those guys out, Coach Lepp and all those guys. It's just, you know, it should be, it should be a really, really good game. Tyler's got some nuggets from Mount Baker High School. <laughs> I do have some nuggets <laughs> from Mount Baker High School. So here's the crazy thing about these two teams. So they've played each other seven times. Okay, wow. last year's last year's crazy game was the only time they've ever played in the regular season. So wow. Yeah, so you think about all these other games have been playoff games, and they've always been like in these two-year runs. So it was like 2003 and 2004, they played each other both times, with LeCenter winning both of those. And then like 2013 and 2014, they played, and Baker won both of those. And then it was like 2016 and 17, I think, they played again in the playoffs, and LeCenter won both of those. So they always play each other like back-to-back years in the playoffs, and it's always you know, the same two, the same team winning both of those games. Um, it's just kind of one of those weird things. And, and this was, all of these were before like the playoff, the seeding, I think, I think I want to say well, what year they start was, that 2017, 18, 2018 was the first year of the committee. So it makes me wonder if the reason it was back to back like that has maybe a little something to do with the old process of kind of like preceding yeah. things. Right. Um, but that would also take a little bit of luck in a way because you would have to have both teams finish in perfect spots sure. to do it, you know. So um, that's pretty wild. I mean, that's, it, it is. It's it's yeah. crazy. And, and the funny thing is the very first meeting was in 2003. And it was the first and I was there. I was covering the game for the Bellingham Herald. And it was the first time I ever saw that phone booth offense. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I had heard of it. But like until you see it in person, yeah, it is unreal. There's no splits. Um, it's it's uh, it's just so crowded, and and it was a miserable day. And the game was played, and of all places, at Mount Vernon High School. Interesting. And yeah, and it was my first time ever going there for a football game. I covered a ton, dozens of basketball games there. Never a football game, and it was horrible wind and rain and baker was loaded that year but they lost 19 to 13 um the center was stacked that year and it was no one had seen that offense and they lost in the semis to meridian by two and meridian end up you know winning the state championship again that that year again it was their second undefeated state championship but anyways <laughs> what i remember the most about that is i was scared to death to interview coach left after that game because uh, i wasn't that far removed from playing for him and yeah I didn't know how to approach him after a playoff loss. Um, 
And uh, I'll never forget that I was just kind of looking at him and I couldn't talk and it was raining and I had like my notebook out, you know, and I'm trying to cover it. And, and, and coach just put his hand on my shoulder and he goes, it's okay, Tyler. And it's like, he knew he could feel what I was feeling. Like he knew that I was petrified about this moment and he smiled and I'd never seen him smile after, a you know, and, but he knew that this was a moment that was tough for me. And he, he calmed me where I was able to ask questions and we got through it just fine. And at that point, I think was when, you know, our relationship kind of went to another level and I got to know him a little bit more. And that was, that was kind of a neat deal. And I'll never forget that. And, um, it, you know, it is tough, obviously when you have a really good team and you lose in the playoffs, but I just, I love how there is more, you know, to life after football and all that stuff. And, and, uh, it, it does show that these coaches are human and, and, um, it's just, it's great for us that he's still around and still coaching because, um, it's always fun to interact with them. Yeah, one of the things I've learned over the years doing media stuff was, you know, and it was a little different for me because I wasn't trying to write a game report right after the game or anything like that. It, when a team loses, that's one thing. When they get eliminated from the playoffs, that's another, you know. Yeah. And so yeah, sure. I got to a point where I would just I, – I would walk over, I'd shake their hand and just say, hey, we'll talk, and I'd call them later in the week. You know what I mean? Call them, call them yeah. three or four days later because, man, it's just – it's tough. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. tough, and especially because they have to now ride a bus home with, you know, a bunch of seniors that are crying, you know, because yeah. most of them played their last football game ever, you know, and yep. so yep. it's always one of those weird things. It's 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 tough to really figure out how to handle it, you know what I mean? It just is, but um, yeah, Tyler – Mount Baker two and three, La Center five and zero, oh, two p.m. at La Center. Um, that's it. Yeah, Are we wrap yeah, it up. It's gonna be a great <clears throat> slate of eight. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean to do it that way. Yeah, you did. You no, planned I didn't. That. It, just, it kind of started coming out, and I just rolled with it. Uh, that being said, Tyler, it's time for Randy Small and his weather forecast. Whatcom County WX weather from the Pacific Northwest. Facebook.com backslash Whatcom County weather or Visit his website, WatcomCountyWX.com. Tyler, it's time to hear from Randy Small. Let's uh, hear what this week's forecast is going to be. Hello, this is Randy Small, Whatcom County Weather, and we are looking ahead to week six already of the high school football season. And we have one Thursday night game that is down the road. I think Squalicum is on the road this Thursday night at Lakewood. Uh, then we have a bunch of Friday uh, night games and then a couple Saturday games, one at Civic Field at 1 o'clock and then one way down by Vancouver and La Center where Mount Baker will take on La Center at 2 o'clock Saturday. But overall, as we look at the big picture of weather, we've got a nice, again, well, let's call it fantastic stretch of weather coming uh, for October. And Thursday night will be a, a crisp night but uh, clear uh, and uh, it's going to be beautiful. Friday night will be maybe a little warmer, not as quite as cold because we have a warm air mass over us. 
uh, and uh, it, but it's going to be clear. Uh, I suppose fog could be an issue Thursday night potentially for that game, depending on I'm not uh, uh, very aware of that stadium and if there's fog down that way. But Thursday night could have a fog issue. But otherwise, Friday night, Saturday games, it's going to be mid-70s, low to mid-70s for those games on Saturday. So amazing. Another weekend dry, not much for wind, and a beautiful weekend coming for uh, high school football. Have a great time, everyone. Thank you, Randy. Whatcom County, WX.com is the website, Facebook.com backslash Whatcom County weather. Uh, Tyler, let's see here. What's up next? Okay, the Pickums. And the guest picker this week is uh, Miss Whatcom Preps. What was her record last year? Do we know? I do not know. I remember she picked earlier on. She picked like week three, and I remember she was bummed that she didn't beat you. That was that was that was her whole point was just to beat Ryland. That's what she kept saying. She goes, as long as I just need to beat Ryland. I said, okay. Eh, and um, yeah, so, uh, but I do not know what the record was. But I thought she, was, I think she was. There was one game that went different than than uh, that you got her on. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, yeah, and this week, Tyler, there's only going to be one game that we can get each other on here. That's true. That's true. Somehow, some way. All of us are picking the same teams for seven of the eight games. Bellingham, Ferndale, Linden, Meridian, Nooksack Valley, Anacortes, Squalicum, all getting picked. And then Miss Whatcom Preps over here, she decided to pick Mount Baker to beat La Center, and the rest of us went the other way. We picked La Center to beat Mount Baker. So And her, her reasoning, yeah, she loves Coach Lepp, and they have that lemon background. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. Because she was the one holding the cup with all the lemons in it when Coach turned around and said, whoa, that's a lot of lemons. And and so they have this connection, this lemon connection. So she feels a strong bond with him. And, um, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so she, she, can't, she can't pick against him. She just Boy, can't do it. Boy, that's a lot of lemons. From Mount Baker High School. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Ron Lepper. From- <laughs> from Mount Baker High School. What's that? Oh, my goodness, Tyler. All right. Yeah. I'm tired. I don't know about you. So let's get to the uh, let's get to the fantasy draft here. And, um, you know, like it should always be, Tyler, you're going to go first this week because I went bonkers last week thanks to our uh, our intro there, Josh Toll. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, so, Tyler, you get first pick. And uh, just remind everybody really quickly, four offensive things that we're picking here. Quarterback, running back, uh, a wide receiver slash tight end, um, offensive line. And offensive line basically is kind of what does the offense do in general. And then uh, on the defensive side of the ball, it's three positions. And defense is kind of what the defense does in general. And then there's a front seven, which is – Defensive line and linebacker. And then there's a back seven, which is linebacker and defensive back. And then we will pick a kicker. And I'm pushing to get the long snappers picked, but it's just not really going. Um, that being said, Tyler, go ahead. Uh, make your first pick. Uh, it's tough. You know, this is a tough uh, week of games to look at to pick. And it seems like it gets tougher every week, even though we're learning more about these players. But I'm going to go with Meridian's offensive line. I just love that group. They're all underclassmen. I think they're going to want to have a big breakout game uh, after what happened last week. So I'm going to go with the Meridian Trojans offensive line. You're going to you're going to take the old uh, playing angry guys. Yes. Huh? Yes. Um, all right. I'm going to go. I'm going to take a guy that uh, I'm excited to see him back and going again, and that is uh, Talon Bungard, running back, Ferndale. And uh, I just I like the matchup against uh, Marysville Getchell, and yeah, I mean, I, I I think we're in for a good one there. Um, I'm also going to take, let's see, you took Meridian's offensive line, so I'm going to go with the quarterback there. I want to go Jagger Fife uh, from Meridian with my second pick in the first round there. Or uh, I guess it would be uh, the second round. It would be the first pick in the second round, if you will. Uh, yeah, Jagger Fife. That's a good pick. He's been putting up numbers. I mean, even in games when they struggle, uh, like la- like last week he threw for almost 200 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions against a really good team. Like he, he is going to regardless put up numbers, I think. So that's always going to be a safe pick. Uh, I'm going to look at some defensive guys here and I'm going to go, I'm going to go with a guy that I don't think either of us have picked yet all season. And that's, uh, Mr. Gabriel Van Hofwagen, uh, the linebacker at Bellingham. I'm going to pick him as a front seven player. He is super Hmm. active on plays. I think he's forgotten a little bit about on defense. And I think that he's, he's just going to have one of those breakout games. Um, I really like him as a player a lot. He's got good size, smart kid. Uh, and then I'm going to go back seven and I, I just, I know we, you know, you and I have both taken Colton Lentz, you know, this year earlier as a running back, I'm going to choose him as a back seven player this week. I think big players show up in big games and I think this is the big game of the week. And Lennon Christian likes to throw the ball a lot. And I, you know, I just think he's going to make some plays. So I'm going to go Colton Lentz back seven. Little defensive Lentz, huh? Interesting. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Let's see here. Um, so yet to be picked is a kicker, a wide receiver, and a defense. So I'm going to go defense here. And I'm going to go with Meridian's defense against Blaine. Um, I'm I'm playing the old uh, playing angry, you know, gave up some points last yep. week. This week they're just going to go, you know what, Blaine, none of it. And just give up nothing. Maybe have a couple of pick sixes. And, yeah, sorry, Andy, but uh, I need it. Um, I'm also going to go receiver, and I'm going to head up to – I mean, here's a name. I don't know that we've ever picked on the uh, on the old fantasy here. 
I'm gonna go Brady Elsner, wide receiver out of Linden. Uh, I I just I like what he's doing, and it's, I, I know he's a big touchdown guy. You know, so uh, see is. if we can't get some yeah. points out of the old touchdown there. I he scored. Uh, he, I mean, he's a red zone threat. In the yeah. last two weeks, I think he scored five touchdowns or something like that. I mean, he is yeah. he's really coming on in the in the in the red zone. That's a that's a great pick. Um, and I I think you're right. I don't think we have picked him yet this year. Uh, I am gonna go kicker, and I'm gonna stay on the same team, and I'm gonna take uh, Malachi Kane in the freshman. I don't think he's missed an extra point all season, and I think he's due for a field goal, baby. And on that on that artificial turf at Terriana Stadium, yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna happen right there. Tyler, am am I wrong? I feel like there hasn't been very many field goals this year in the county. Yeah, Grady Evans has a couple. Um, Gunnar Pereira has one. Um, if it just I know feels I'm missing like so a few others. Fewer um, compared to normal. I'm sorry. Com- com- compared to normal, it feels like we. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Usually, there's been about eight or nine. I think there's been about five so far. I think Phoenix mm. Finkbonner has one, and uh, Matthew Hayes from Blaine had one last week. There hasn't been a lot. You're right. Um. So <clears throat> yeah, I think I think Malachi Kanan's going to get one this week. And uh, and I'm gonna stay on this Malachi craziness here. <laughs> I am I just picked Malachi Canaan, kicker of Linden. I'm gonna go Malachi Smith, running back of Squalicum. I love the way he runs. He runs with so much determination, and he's the forgotten guy with Nixon and Dunmore and Ortiz. That guy, when they need the yards, when they're like, oh, it's fourth and two, that's who you go to. That yeah. guy will get you the yards, and I love the way he runs. So I'm going to go Malachi Smith, running back, Squalicum. All right, here we have. Have we picked everything? One, two, three, yes, four. Yes, we one, have. Two, three, four. All right, so then uh, I'll go. Uh, let's go. You know what? Might as well double up here and go uh, Ferndale's offensive line against Marysville Getchell. And I'm going to go with our guy, Boom Boom, the old uh, kicker there at Nooksack Valley. A uh, little V-Gree action. Um, yeah, I like that. Ferndale and uh, Boom Boom. Yeah, that's a good. That's a, obviously a good pick with Vigri. You know, he has the record for extra points in a game, extra points in a career. He's really close to extra points for a season in Nooksack history. Wow. Like, he could, he could get it this weekend in week six. That should be worth extra points. <laughs> oh, I can see what you did there. Extra points. Um, not even on purpose. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I am going to go, um, boy, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little parched. You know what, you know what I need? Oh boy. Here we go. You're like, you know, this is Tyler. This is when you could just get out of hand and, and, and <laughs> it's you just 1225 in the morning. I know, you, you just, you never know where this is going to end up. So give it to me. What do you got? I am so parched. That I need some juice. <laughs> juice. I need some juice, oh, and I goodness. need it now. I need, and he, it, and he, I need it now. He he, fifteen <laughs> catches last week. Are you kidding me? Now I know Anacortes knows all about juice, but I think the juice is going to break loose again. You can't oh. you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. Tyler, what in the world are you doing right now? <laughs> hey, man, I need I need him to get some points for me, and I know he can do it. Andre hey. Watson, wide receiver, see home. And then – Wait, hold on. Rumor is he's cool as the other side of the pillow. Go ahead. He is as cool as the other side of the pillow. It's no rumor. 
And uh, I'm gonna. I still need to pick a defense, a team defense. Yeah. And we we look at so much at, at matchups, and there's a lot of like, ooh, I don't, ooh, I don't know. Oh, I don't want to. But when I see this matchup, I really like the defense, Ferndale's defense. I tell you, yeah. oh man, they can really clamp on. They're great tacklers, and uh, I'm looking for you know a touchdown on the Ferndale defense here. So let's go Golden Eagle defense. All right, I need uh, two defensive players, so I need a front and a back seven. And I'm going to go with a guy in the front seven that I think is having a fantastic season and is just playing kind of out of his mind right now, and that is going to be Alex Maloli in the front seven. Nice. And then I'm going to go with a guy that I feel is like Mr. Reliable in the back seven here. I feel like I end up picking a lot of linebackers in this stuff. Um, but I'm going to go with DeAndre Dunmore from Squalicum in the back seven is what I'm going to do. You know what's really cool is that you first saw him as a sophomore at Cedro Woolley, yep. and you might be going to this game as well, so that'd be kind of cool for you to oh, see yeah. him again, and you could see how his growth has been, and, and uh, boy, he can really hit, I'll tell you what. Yeah, he can. I got one pick left, and it's the quarterback. And there's some good quarterbacks out there to pick, but – I think it's time for a toga party. You guys up for a toga party? Toga! Toga! <laughs> I think they like the idea, Hoof. I think we <laughs> love the idea with a little toga tigaloo quarterback, Mount Baker. I, you know, that there's been last week he didn't have to throw very much. They might have to in this one. And, and, you know, he's putting up pretty good numbers when they, when they throw. So, uh, I would, uh, I like, I like my chances with a uh, toga behind center there. You guys up for a toga party? Heck yeah. I love it. From Mount Baker high school. Yep. <laughs> oh oh my goodness, Tyler. Yeah. We need to wrap this up. Yep. Uh, normally this is the point where we would give a, uh, a code word, but Tyler, the code word this week is nothing because that's you, true. You don't have any more stickers at the moment. So we're going to get to work on that. And, uh, <laughs> but hey, thank you everybody for uh, giving code words and getting stickers. That's that's a good thing. I ran out of stickers, so that's uh, I think that's a good thing. It's uh, people are listening and and um, yeah, it's awesome. You know what? Let's do this. Go up to Tyler and say the code word nothing, and that's exactly what you'll get. Yeah, All right? exactly. Just everybody walk up to Tyler and just start screaming nothing at him. Um, <laughs> although that could be a, a like you might make you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, Don't worry, just walk Tyler. up to me and look at me and go, nothing, and yeah. then walk away. <laughs> yeah. Now, that being said, if that happens, just remember, like, you're, you're, you're something, all right? Yeah, I'm um, not nothing. Okay. Yeah, you are not, you are not nothing. Yeah. Um, okay, what else we got, Tyler? Is that it? We're done? We are done. Thank goodness. I mean, it's tomorrow already, so uh, as a matter of fact, this uh, podcast will go live at 8 a.m., so it's, what, seven and a half hours away. Oh, man, um, I feel bad for you. It's not that big of a deal. Um, but, yeah, and you know what? The people that are listening to it on Wednesday or even Thursday before about 8 a.m., those are people that subscribe to the podcast. So if you're listening to it after that point, then you're probably listening to it on the website, which means you need to subscribe. Yeah. I mean, it's that yeah. easy. I mean, I, right? hey, I love the clicks on the website, but subscribe. Get yeah. it a day early. It'd be great. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, listen to it a day early. Then go to the website. 
Well, yeah, obviously on the web on the website, if you're listening, then you're seeing all the previews and the players yeah. to watch, the matchups to watch, all sorts of nuggets, all sorts of great things. What's that? All sorts of great things, Jim. Yes. All right, he's Tyler Anderson from Whatcom Preps, whatcompreps.com. Uh, you know what? Before we get out of here, we need to give another thanks to KurtMayberryFarm.com. Kurt Mayberry Farm, go check them out. I don't even want to say what it is that they have because it's going to make me hungry. Uh, he's Tyler Anderson, Whatcom Preps, whatcompreps.com. I'm Ryland Spencer. You've been listening to episode 199, a preview of week six. Have fun this weekend, and we will talk to you on Tuesday. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.